many years after the close of a famous film trilogy, a fourth entry debuts on the big screen. There are returning characters and familiar locations, along with some new folks to bring the franchise into the 21st century. This week for week three of Febrascary, we're changing the letter A to a four and talking about Screeforum. Scream four. Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah Robinson. <laughs> and hello, Michael Gospel. Michael David Gospel. Close, I just said David because that's my that's my middle name, so I just gave you mine. Uh, just in, is just yours in David? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Welcome everybody. Welcome everybody to the show. This is how Star Wars is. It. Yeah. This is the only podcast, and it is one where we. Rate things on a scale of 1 to 10 of not how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. That's right. Yeah. Imagine Star Wars. And when okay, you, when you hear it. that I'm word, what do it. you think? Do you think of movies? Sure, probably. What Lightsabers. Comic books or video games yeah. or books or um, sure. television shows, of course. I'm imagining Baby Yoda. Yeah, all those things. Merchandise, freaking sweatshirts. All yeah, that stuff. sweatshirts. Throw you all know? those things into a pot, a big pot. It's got to be big. Oh, it's got because it's really got all big. that stuff in it. It's it's like Can, as big as um you you put that pot on a burner and that burner is yeah. as big as like the fire pit in the episode of Hey Arnold where they try to make the world's largest pizza puff. Sure. Um, they're trying to break references. Just just to, references lost on me because I didn't have TV growing up. Yeah, but I, to, I, I'll, to, I'll, I'll go ahead and to catch you up. The Hey Arnold folks, the kids are trying to break a world record because they're reading the book of world records and they want to you know do it. Uh, they realize that they have a group of kids that have a specific set of skills. Gerald can chop vegetables with his mom's keys, like faster <laughs> than any kid. Uh, Stinky, Why? I think, can keys. roll a, the tightest sleeping bag. Um, and someone has like a Phoebe has like a encyclopedic knowledge of herbs and spices. And so eventually, right. Arnold, when they they keep failing at different uh ways to try to break a world record they were like wait we could cook something and uh arnold is trying to like compute all those different skills and uh everyone keeps chiming in with what they might cook and uh someone says what about the world's biggest um the world's biggest something and then the next per- and they all go like yeah and then the next person goes world's biggest sunday and they're all like yeah and then the third guy, Stinky, who's like the hillbilly of the group, says, World's biggest crawdad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this pot of chili that we're about to make out of all the Star Wars things is going on the burner that they end up using to make yeah. the world's biggest pizza puff. And hey, Arnold, you stir all it that could... stuff up and you make a Star Wars chili out of it. Uh, the th- the thing that 10. I was going to ask, could, could we make a pot so big... <laughs> that not even Star Wars could fit in it. You know what I mean? Could God make a pot so big that he could not... What was the name of that shape that I... I sent you that shapes video, and it was like... Oh, yes! It, it takes... A, it, like, you can fill it up with a finite amount of stuff, but it takes an infinite amount of paint to, to fill the I outside of it. I love that. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, anyway. It's sort of like the premise of... um, If you cut the distance in half between my fingers... And then you cut that yeah, distance dude, in half and you keep cutting it in half. They never touch. That pa- yeah. Don't even talk to me about that paradox, man. I'll fuck me up for days. <laughs> Let's not even talk about how nothing ever actually touches. We can't. We can't. Our atoms can't touch. They would explode. Yeah, right. Are atoms you- are just empty space. Anyway, hi, everyone. Welcome to the, the show. We've we've already been talking for an hour, Mike yeah, and I we're, have. We're so in we are a crazy like, mood. And in fact... We are wacky right in now. In fact, we're talking this week about Scream 4 because it's our third week in February scary. And of course, we covered uh-huh. Scream 1 long ago. 
Um, and going along with our uh, our topics we've already talked about tonight in tonight's marathon recording session, listeners, um, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit yeah. where you can hear bonus episodes every week. And recently, we've talked a lot about like... Um, Oh, are you successful because you have rich parents <laughs> and yeah. and communism and funding the arts and funding people who need money? Anyway, I bring that up because uh, this week's movie it's it's a particular um, uh, it's a specific reference to someone in this week's movie, Emma Roberts. She is Julia Roberts's niece. Oh yes, it's true. Is she good a in this movie? Of... Yes. Is she a good actor? Yeah. Yes. Does she have yeah. the world's most famous aunt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it uh, unfair? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know what's funny? Is I know some people don't like her in this movie, which I thought she was Oh, I thought, I she, thought was she was okay. good. Yeah, I liked her okay. I, I thought she, everyone in this movie was good. Yeah, me too. I like this movie uh, as much as I like all the screen movies, which is to say a pretty good amount. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I watched this for the first time recently. Same. Uh, I watched it out of order with scream or i watched scream three afterwards which was sort of silly of me although you know what they do a really good job of in this franchise you don't really have to have seen any of the scream movies other than the first one to see any of the sequels that's true that's true that's very true there is not a it is not like yes the first one is the only one you have to see yeah because it always all goes back to the beginning which this one okay so this is a reboot of sorts yes in the way that the the first movie is about horror movies and the second movie is simultaneously about the first movie and about sequels the third movie is about trilogies and then this movie is Mm -hmm. about like when a movie franchise gets rebooted (laughs) yes so it is very meta as they always are um it's classic scream because it's it's like super meta and like uh very winky at the camera constantly right i will say like this one it's gonna be hard for me not to like talk about scream five i know it's gonna be so hard (laughs) and maybe we should just try like maybe we shouldn't try to keep the conversation entirely separate but like it feels more like original scream than like scream five did yeah um but it also like when I was like sort of re-upping like rereading some stuff about it to kind of like remind myself about the the movie, the um the um what was I gonna say? I don't know. That it feels more oh. like the original Scream than Scream Five did. Yes, it feels more like the original Scream than Scream Five does. It also like was a little ahead of its time. I have this friend who is like very into these movies, and one of the things she said was that it was like too ahead of its time to um really like it should like honestly the plot of scream 4 fits better into like modern day yes totally when i when i watched this movie recently i was like ah yes okay we're into the modern era and then i was like oh 2011 yeah yeah it's it's such a long time ago would you say that okay so listeners before we go much further as has been the case for the entire month, spoilers for the whole Scream franchise. Yep. So if you don't want the new movie spoiled or this fourth movie spoiled, then I guess like go listen then, to an older episode of our podcast because God knows there's till, no other podcasts. No, wait till March. But will um, be fine. Uh, would you say that Scream 4 and Scream 5... Form are bookends to the Lega sequel, or do you think they will continue to happen despite the better efforts of things like the Matrix Resurrections trying to call out how bullshit they are? I don't know. That's... I, see, it's funny you keep saying Lega sequel, because I've never heard that until you said it tonight. Mm. Um, but I guess... But it, but it makes sense as a term, uh, especially for, like, your... Um, uh like matrixes and, and yeah it and was such. it was sort of coined in line with um the the force awakens coming out gotcha gotcha, gotcha that might gotcha, not gotcha. be entirely correct but like the force awakens was like the biggest legacy sequel ever i so here's so here's the thing right so i was when i was reading about the production of this of scream 4 it is like west craven wasn't going to make another scream movie but then he was like, I mean, he directed them, right? And so right. he said that he would make another, he wouldn't mind directing if the script was as good 
as the first one. And so apparently the script was good enough for him to come back. Mm-hmm. They were going to make, I think they would have made it without him, whether or not he was involved. Um, but it was supposed to kick off a new trilogy. Ah. But it, it sort of underperformed uh, box office wise and reviews, reviews were mixed and it was the like second worst performing on the box office of the Scream movies, which I wonder which one is the worst, but Surely I'll have to go back and look. Three. Probably three. Um, but they would, so, and, and then of course, Wes Craven passed away. After so like four, yeah, right. After four. So, so the plans for making this into sort of launching a new trilogy kind of out never the <laughs> out the window, right? Because how are you going to do that without Wes Craven whenever he was originally involved? And so then when they made this new one with Scream 5, it was it very much feels like a new product because it right. is. You know what I mean? Like it is entirely not like like no one involved. Although I'll have to like check the writers, but but like Wes Craven's not there. Everyone's new except for the couple returning cast members from the from the originals. Right. And but, we'll talk about Scream 5 next week, listeners. Yeah, so don't worry about it. We will talk about it. But we're here to talk about Scream 4 this week. I don't know. It, it does feel... Does it feel like a bookend? I don't know. Um, you know what it feels like to me? More so what? than um, The Phantom Menace or The Force Awakens, which are like the beginning of a new chapter of movies. If our show was uh, me, that's spelled H-M-I-I-I, how Mission Impossible is it? This movie feels like Ghost Protocol, which is where they're like, okay, let's get Jeremy Renner in there. He can be the new Ethan Hunt. And then shortly thereafter, they're like, no. (laughs) No, never mind. No, let's have Ethan Hunt be Ethan Hunt. What's funny is I was reading... Uh, on the wiki about about this movie is that they were like apparently planning the original ending to this movie okay we should talk about the movie yeah let's get into like the plot details let's get into the plot we're we're far enough along the show we should get into the plot so what's going on in the scream universe let me tell you about it all right we got it is like 15 years after the original events of scream one it is, there is, oh, oh, wait, the the best opening of any Scream movie. It's so it's silly. It's so funny. It's like some kind of fucking, like, fairly odd parents or, like, family guy episode. <laughs> yeah, it is so funny and goofy yeah. because what, what, what happens is they're doing, it's like the Pretty Little Liars girl is there. And I don't even know if she was in Pretty Liars at the time. And some other girl is there. And they're doing the whole, like, on the phone the thing Drew or whatever. The Drew Barrymore cold open scene. Yes. And then, and then they get stabbed. But then it cuts to, like, a title card. And it's, like, stab five right. or six. Like, stab six. And you're like, oh. So we were just watching stab six. The intro to now. a different movie, yeah. Because then it cuts to An in-universe Bell. movie. <laughs> It yeah, cuts right. to Kristen yeah. Bell and Anna pa- Panquin, Paquin, <laughs> yeah. watching Stab Seven or Stab Six, whichever one it is, having just watched that and being like and talking shit about it. And then Kristen Bell stabs Anna Paquin and is like, I'm the killer. And then it cuts to another title card. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Stab Seven. And I was like losing my shit. I was like, How many are they going to do? Yeah, so like, How many just are like they in the way. Do? That two was about the making of a movie that is the original movie, and three is like we have cemented that this is now a franchise. This movie is like, let's start the movie under the guise that it is actually one of the in-universe movies. That cold open ends, and that's the cold open to the next movie. <laughs> yeah, and then- so presumably, like stab eight starts with the exact same shots as stab seven and people in universe when they went to see stab eight were like is this just stab seven is this just what's (laughs) going on they felt the way we felt but like but like to us we had never seen it before so for them yes it was literally like did they make a mistake like did they 
do they know that it's like, like are they Groundhog running Day? last year's movie like was this a double feature and they just accidentally repeated the same movie twice yeah it's like groundhog day when he's like you're running yesterday's tapes yeah, right. yeah put Getting your hand in mine <laughs> and, uh, i need to talk to you about groundhog day the musical which i saw recently oh um, i want to hear about it <laughs> it was very interesting um and speaking of Kristen bell i need to talk to you about the netflix show that she just was on have you heard of it oh yeah the woman watching the house from the side yeah, of the road like the or whatever woman across the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window yeah we watched it all in one night and um it's fucking great good I, we're, and i think people don't understand that it's a parody <laughs> which really? is even better like you know when you watch like wet hot american summer or anything by like david wayne and michael showalter yeah. where it's like it's so winky that like they literally wink at the camera this is that but they never wink once okay but like it's so obvious but like people like in comments on like articles shared on facebook were like this was like the worst show i've ever seen <laughs> it's like oh my god it's a comedy <laughs> it's a comedy i'm excited to watch it it's on me and charlie's list yeah, of it's, like it's once fun. We, once we finish search party i think we're gonna check oh, that one yes. out we gotta finish search party um Man, we need to do a search party episode, and we need to do an after party episode. Have you been watching after party? Oh, I need to watch after party too. No, that's another one I need to watch. Wait till it's Um, all done, and then watch it all because, like, we are like dying, waiting week after week to watch a new episode. (laughs) There's so much to watch. There's too much to watch right now. Anyway, Um, Scream Four. Scream Four. So that that happens, and then. And then it goes to the actual cold open because there is an actual young woman who is getting murdered. Yes, right. And it's like her and her sister both get killed or something like and that. It her wouldn't friend be a or sister. Scream movie without that. No, or, you gotta have it. Ostensibly, it wouldn't be a stab movie either. A stab movie. And so that is like the traditional cold open um, with, with two fake outs at the very beginning that are hilarious. Yeah. And funny then. Jokes. Funny jokes. And then from there, we meet. Well, so Sydney's in town, right? And and yeah, it's wait, like, why is she in town again? She's I watched on a this book a while ago. She's on a book tour. Oh yes, so Sydney. Yes, Sydney this has is the written, book tour movie. <laughs> Sydney has written a self help book. Uh huh. Allison Allison Brie is her publicist. Yes. Who is there with her and is like running her through this book God, tour? I she's love her. her. She's talk great. about like your love for Nev Campbell. Yeah, I will talk about. We just it. watched all of Glow and she's just like so likable <laughs> she really is Alison Brie is great and she's great in this movie um but so like Nev Nev Campbell my my the love of my life mm-hmm. uh Sydney Prescott she is has written a self-help book about like how to not be the victim and she, like Woodsboro <laughs> is her last stop on her tour or her first stop on the tour no no first stop on the tour and because it's like they're like we're gonna start it all in Woodsboro, uh-huh. and so then she's there. But then she the beginning. like they found out there are these these been these murders, and they're like, uh oh, Ghostface is back, and they're like, oh no, and it turns out she ends up being a suspect because there's evidence found in her rental car. Yes, right, multiple so times she, throughout the movie, she's in the wrong place at the wrong time, and it looks like it could be her. Yeah, it's like, is it Sydney? And of course, we know it's not. Right, but that would be to too stay. much of a betrayal. <laughs> no, it would. My friend who's been to this movie said that she also said that apparently Nev Campbell has said that she won't come back if Sydney dies, which I was like, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. Really, like, put it all out there. Like, it's like, listen, I know what story I want these movies to tell, uh-huh. which also I think is Wes Craven's thing, too, because he, like, was big on these movies having, like, characters that you care about that come back. Yeah, sure. As opposed to typical slasher movies where it's, like, the... Vi- like, because it's a new villain every time in Scream, yes, which is what yeah, kind of fact, separates it. Yeah, in fact, when you said it. Ghostface is back, I was like, that's a funny way of saying it because it's never been the same person, and I love yep. that idea. Like, yeah. like, I don't think that exists in media or literature you know like there's you know because the screen movies are whodunit agatha christie sherlock holmes type things murder mysteries but Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm, i don't mm -hmm. think there's a series of those where the um the villain is ostensibly the same character but played by different people each time yeah, I can't I love think of it. It's, that idea. It's it's super unique, and I can't think of a of a of a time either, where, or like something different where that 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 has totally. has done that. I found myself um, today at work when we were, you know, it's a Monday as of this recording. So like, 
you have that classic like, oh, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, good. How was yours? Did you do any, you know, that kind of bullshit? And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I actually went out and saw a movie for the first time in a while. And uh, when people asked, I was like, I saw Scream 5. And they were like, really? And I was like, no, bitch. <laughs> the Scream <laughs> movies are great. <laughs> they, listen, they not rule. really. <laughs> yeah. It's not just some dumb horror movie, they're, okay? Calm they're murder down. mysteries where the hero is always the same and the villain is always the same, yet you're always on the edge of your seat. Shut up with because, your really. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know who the killer is, but we do know that the, that the hero is 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 Sydney Prescott and, and that she's going to make it. And we know that the killer dresses up the same way and just fucking hates Sydney. <laughs> just say, Sydney. That's my ghost face impression. <laughs> your mother was a whore, Sydney. Such a strange detail of those movies. (laughs) Yeah, thank God. That's like with my friends that we watched Scream 4 with, Charlie's friends, they they were like, it's nice that they stopped slut-shaming her mom in this one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is so true, because it's like, finally, her mom isn't like a going concern of what people are so, like, (laughs) upset about. Her mom, (laughs) like, Woodsboro must have been, like, the smallest community, and her mom must have been... this. The, been the, the premise the biggest... that like her mom has become this like this like otherworldly level like temptress. <laughs> well, she was it's no so Sharon. Funny. She was no Sharon Stone. All right. <laughs> Let's face it, Cindy. She was no Sharon Stone. God. Also, I read another crazy thing today. Apparently, this is this is from an interview with Matthew Lillard. Apparently, one of the original endings of Scream Three. Mm-hmm was it was going to be revealed that Stu was alive and oh that he hadn't God. died and that he was the killer in Scream 3 and so that he had been alive for the last like two movies or whatever and I was like that would have been I mean the reveal in Scream 3 is already crazy and I don't know which is crazier yeah like, the reveal both... in Scream 3 is almost kind of like oh well yeah yeah it's like sure and if they why had not? said actually it was Stu <laughs> that would have been bananas <laughs> yeah it would have been absolutely bananas. I mean, it's it already a bananas. It would have been like flick. the crazy ending to the crazy movie, and people would have been like, "Oh yeah, that was the crazy movie." Again, I think, uh, uh, not to make this about our podcast premise, but like, I'm yeah. not sure how S- Star Wars the Scream franchise is, but I do think the Scream franchise is fairly Mission Impossible. I can see that. I can see that. Because well, each movie all... really kind of has like a different thing to say, but they're all still building on one another, but in like the loosest of ways. Yeah, 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 totally. And and they all have like the same protagonist mm-hmm. and they have they have like Despite loosely connected them trying to not in some cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so 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 okay, to to finish talking about the plot of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a new group of high school friends. Right. Including... It's like back to Scream 1, the high school, the Wordsboro High School. Yes. And there is like a um like a film club. Yeah, there's a film club like and it's the, cool. The Randy successor is like an entire group of kids, one of whom like is constantly live streaming. <laughs> yes, that's why this okay, that's why this movie is ahead of the game totally. because they are both they are like this person is constantly live streaming, which no one was doing it, like, in 2011. Twitch. <laughs> yeah, no one was constantly live streaming in in 2011. That's crazy that that was part of the movie and social media is like an important thing where they're like like you find out later that the the killer's motive in this is essentially to become like social media famous right because they want to be famous yeah you know it's funny Um, this movie was 2011 right yes it feels like it was 2019 or 2018 and yet scream 5 also feels like it was 2018 (laughs) <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. So this movie, it, it, I think we can say it now, is more successful at what it's trying to do than Scream 5. <laughs> I think so too. I think I think that it is like impressive to me how ahead of the game this movie was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have to like it shouldn't have been as prescient as right. it was. Right. And its only fault is that it was kind of ahead of the game, Especially and like people weren't ready for it. in the way that the guy live streams everything, it's like it's like how Back to the Future Two predicted certain things, but then other things, it's like, oh, it thinks that we would still have telephone booths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, yeah. in this movie, this guy's constantly live streaming, but it's through like a webcam attached to his person, to his, as opposed to a, just like TikTok or Periscope house. or you know, like a right. cell phone. 
Well, it's like the apps on our phones weren't good enough yet to do that. Right. And so they're like, he's got a little Google, gl- <laughs> he's got Google Glass on his head and yeah. he's constantly streaming. Which is funny because in the same way of like Scream 3's voice changer being like too good of technology yes. for the time, this felt that way. But like it was better predictive of like the type of things people would yeah. be doing 10 years from that moment. Yeah, this movie, the only thing this movie is guilty of is being like ahead of its time, yeah. which is weird to say about something that came out like 2011. But that's why I was reading when I was reading the wiki as well about this. Like that's in general, like it got mixed reviews at the time. Mm. But since it's come out, it has gotten more and more favorable yeah, like yeah. opinions about it because people have been like, this is like, how did they know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, like, yeah. It is very, it's like it is a very much how did they know this was going to be the culture of everything. Right. But but okay, so long, st- long story short, yes. you want to know? You guys want to know who the killer is, don't you? Don't you? Come on, don't you? you? Know who the killer is. Oh, so oh, other thing, Dewey is the sheriff. Of course, uh, Gail and Dewey are married. Right, they are have everything is not super okay because Gail is like super bored living in in Westboro. Well, not Westboro. Woodsboro. What? Woodsboro, Westboro Baptist Church. Wow. Woodsboro. She's not super happy because she has no inspiration for her writing. So all is not like going great in the Dewey Gale household. Um, And and at the center of the friend group, the new high school group, is Emma Roberts. Is Emma Roberts. Who's... Mom was like Sydney's friend. Remind me how the relation is there. They are cousins. Okay. Sydney Sydney is Emma Roberts's cousin. Got it. And so mom is aunt, aunt I believe. Yeah. Mhm. And so we're sort of like <clears throat> primed to believe throughout the movie that like Emma Roberts is like new Sydney. Like the new Sydney, right? Because she's sort of, she's definitely being like portrayed as such, like Which the killer's after. Which is also after. like ahead of its time. It was doing the Lego sequel thing before that became so prevalent. Yeah, because I, I don't time. know what other sh- movies did it, but certainly Force Awakens was like the biggest showcase. Yes, and that was 2015. I want to say so. Like this was like yeah. four years before that. This movie was a solid f- like five years ahead of its time yeah. in every way, which it ma- makes sense that it got such mixed like feedback yeah, totally. because like it was totally ahead of its time but yeah so it was what, doing the thing where it's like nev campbell is fully an adult now and we can't keep saying like oh yeah she's in college or whatever so yeah like, and she, she's back again why why let's is she back give she's her a niece or a cousin or whatever and like clearly that's who's going to be the new sydney like they're they do a really good job cementing you back in scream which is to say high schoolers going to woodsboro high school and there's a killer and it's the ghost yep. face and like they're they're doing the reset button thing that a lot of movie franchises since then have done and but so, then they flip it so all then, on its head <laughs> they do and, and and what what's happening is once again the scream killer is obsessed with the stab movies right. and obsessed with the original scream and so they're like it's a reboot so the killer is doing a reboot. So the killer is like right. trying to reboot the series by doing the original killings, but making it slightly different or better or whatever. Right. So then here's the big spoilies, which mm-hmm. this one honestly got me pretty good. Yeah, me too. And it might be my favorite reveal of the killers yeah. of all Scream movies. Yeah, yeah. Because it felt very satisfying. So it turns out Sam Roberts. Mm-hmm. She's she's the killer. Yeah. And it's her Culkin boyfriend new, who New Sydney. Uh yeah, right. Yeah, her Culkin little little man who the whole time has been like perving on Hayden Panettiere, the whole, uh who's in this movie. That's right. By the way. Which is crazy that she's in this movie. God, it's I like had such a crush on her like around oh. that time. Or no, I suppose she's, it would have been before then. It would have been more like 2006 or heroes, something when her, she was on heroes, heroes era. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's so pretty. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, but she's in this movie. It's funny though because she played a high schooler in Heroes, which was like 2005, yeah. I want to say. And she's playing a high schooler in this. In and 2011. I'm like, was she, on, <laughs> was she on Nashville already playing yeah. like a grown up, I think? <laughs> yeah. Like, this feels weird that she's in this movie. Yeah, right. Uh, but she's, she does a good Everyone in this movie is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but yeah, it turns out the twist is that Emma Roberts is the killer and that her little Culkin boyfriend was in on it with her and they were going to be. And then she also, of course, does the classic scream killer thing and turns on 
her partner at the end and kills him too. Yes. But her goal was to become, literally become the new Sydney. She wanted to be the sole survivor mm-hmm. of the spate of murders so that she could be famous like Sydney so was famous. So like in she, the way that the movie was like, we want her to be the new Sydney, she was too. Yes. It is. Like it is she was so, trying to write her own new movie. Yes. Where she is the new Sydney. Um, Which is, once again, well, again, just like all this franchise, it tells you what it's going to do at the beginning, kind yep. of, and then yet you're still sort of caught off guard when it's revealed. You know, like, she is doing the same job that Wes Craven is doing by introducing us yep. to this new, relatable, likable final girl. Yeah. But in the way that Wes Craven, conceivably through this moment, is trying to dip our toes in the water of the possibility of a new scream heroine. Mm-hmm. She, you know, like, like <laughs> Emma Roberts's character, which I can't remember her character name, but she and the director, Wes Craven are doing the exact same job for the exact same duration of the movie. Yep. At which point they both switch what they're doing, which is to say they are both revealing that she's the bad guy and not the good yep. guy. <laughs> yep. Well, like, and here's, here's so another thing. cool, so meta. <laughs> it's very much this. We've said this before about this franchise. Like they, like you said, Mike, they tell you what they're going to do, and then they do it, and then you're still like, <gasps> <Wow>. <gasps> how they do, th- how they do that? Yeah. <laughs> like every every time, it's very fun. But also, apparently, there was an uh, an alternate ending or an original mm. ending where she jill is the name of Ember roberts character okay. jill kills everybody we think she's killed sydney she then like beats the shit out of herself right in a very in a very like funny scene yeah it's like <laughs> weird it's like funny like, and throws upsetting. herself onto a glass coffee table yeah she's just like beating the crap out of herself and it's like upsetting and funny in a weird way mm-hmm. and then she like passes out next to sydney and so the idea is that she's the sole survivor they frame her ex-boyfriend, whatever. And then apparently the way it was really supposed to end was like she was supposed to be giving like wake up in the ambulance. Right. And they're like, here's this thing, blah, 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 whatever. And then we hear from the house a voice being like, there's someone else alive. And then we cut to her and she's like, fuck. And so then we and don't that was going to be the end. That was going to be the end. That and we don't know. I mean, like, I like how this movie ended, but that would have been a super strong way to end if the goal was to make it a new trilogy. So that is the thing is I think that would have been the right ending had there been other movies. The fact that we ended up not getting other movies right. makes me happy we have the ending we do have yeah. because it's much more of a cut and dry ending now but they were like they were like they wanted to leave it open-ended like is it sydney is it uh hayden panettiere like who is it gosh Um, that's also why this movie feels very mission impossible ghost protocol it's the fourth movie it's when they're like going through the motions of handing it off to a new hero but then by the end they're like i mean i is Jeremy Renner going to fucking free climb up the Burj Khalifa i don't think so and then they're like okay look let's Let's call this one a day. It's done. If we do another, we'll get a new director and we'll get a new story, but it's gonna be Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Well, and so like, yeah, so it uh, the the real ending we get is she winds up in the hospital, then Dewey's there and he's like, Sid's alive. And she made like, what? it. What? <laughs> and she's like, fuck. Like, does she, she knows remember that, like, anything or And then apparently another thing rumors were like in the sequels that Sydney might have amnesia and not remember and so we the <laughs> we the audience would know that Jill was the killer oh, that's but aggravating. No, <laughs> no one else would, right? Like there was rumors that that's what was going to happen. But because of and I caught this in the movie too, so I was like, I am a good detective. But mm-hmm. like she says something about Gail's stab wound that she shouldn't have known mm-hmm. the details of. Yep. And so then like whenever Dewey tells Gail, she's like, huh? And then that clues them in yep. to that she's the killer. And so they go and catch her right as she's trying to kill Sydney again, who is also in the hospital. Right. And they do a great little cheesy like defibr- defibrillator stunt Clear. on her. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> so dumb. So good. Really funny. But yeah, they kill her. And uh, Sydney's alive. Thank right. God. The love of my life. Yeah. It's, it, it is so hard to talk about how... Not hard to talk about how Star Wars it is, but it, it is... You're right. It's like so legacy cool before they were a thing. Right. So it feels... Which is like... Which makes it good because it wasn't... 
it was inventing the tropes instead of just using them, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, well, and, like, some of the some of the reviews I was reading where people were, like, complaining about how tropey it was. They were like, it's too tropey of, like, relying on old stuff. And I was like, I didn't feel that way at all. I felt like it was... It, it almost... That's the thing, is it feels like it came out... It feels like a Matrix 4, like, thing talking about reboot sequels. Right. In 2018, or like, or like, you know, in yeah, recent right, years, right. but it did it before there were all the like, there was all the yeah. evidence. Yeah. Yes, it was literally like calling the shot of like, this is how things are going to be. Which is funny too, because with no like, yeah, the main character of this movie is like, without a doubt, Sydney. Yeah, of course. Whereas in Scream Five, which again we'll talk about next week, listeners, but like, Sydney is by no means like no. a prevalent character in Scream Five. No, no, she is not the main character. But she's, no. like, the main character of this movie, which is funny why, like, when it's revealed to be Emma Roberts, why you and I were both like, oh, wow! Like, we were able to say wow because Emma Roberts wasn't the main character. If she was the main character, it would have been like, oh, come on, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in this, it's like, oh, she's a suspect for sure. I mean, like, right. a surprise, a surprise suspect, but, Definitely like, a surprise suspect. Yeah. Because you're never expecting the final girl to be the killer. Right. Um, but this movie is like, oh, yeah. she's not the final girl. She's the killer. <laughs> yeah. Sydney's, Sydney's still the final girl, best girl. Right. Um, best girl. Only girl. Only and girl in the world. one day are going to be her mom. <laughs> going to be her mom one of these days. Still don't exactly. I edited the episode and I still don't exactly understand how we ended up on that I know, verbiage. I but... already can't remember either, and I listened to it today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Should we, go, should we go to the break yeah, now that we've spoiled so. the movie? Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump in the pit. Woohoo! Wee! Did we already do... And we're stabbed in the back? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we have. And we're stabbed in the back. And we're um, stabbed in the back. And the front, and the side, and the head, and the mouth yeah through the cheeks <laughs> through the through cheeks the a lot of a lot of gruesome ones in this one although th this this violence is more in terms of the originals, originals yeah. i feel like yeah you yeah. know well, again listeners we'll talk about scream 5 we'll next talk about week. scream 5 next week but um it's weird that you know the 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 reboot trend is to like use modern day film techniques to kind of sell you on an old idea but to like polish it up for people's sensibilities today anyway we talked about this a couple weeks ago with with uh halloween 2018 uh, yeah the sequel to halloween 1970 whatever why do you think the thing we like about halloween is like just viscera <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. like yeah, yeah. no one wants to see that <laughs> no that's not what's enjoyable about this kind of scary movie there's like the sort of a uh, Jason Voorhees like creative kills, but those don't have to be like um like brain tissue falling out. <laughs> no, they don't have to be yucky. Yeah. Um okay, anyway, welcome back to the show. This week I have the game. Um this is Scream 4, um which is to say it's uh the fourth in a series of entries that all have one thing in common, which is Scream. So for the game mm -hmm. this week, I am using the same formula, and we're doing another version of four things that have something in common. It is Only Connect, the Scream Yay! Franchise Edition. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, long time, or rather, I suppose, recent extended period of time, listeners will know that I have fallen down the rabbit hole of the British game show Only Connect, where four seemingly show. random clues are connected by one thing in common. Um, and we're doing that today. So the first round is the connection round, um, where I give you four clues, and you have to tell me how they're related. Yes. So, uh, and they all have to do with the Scream franchise. Great. Okay. I'll take the Twisted Flax. <laughs> Yes, okay, and right, each clue, each uh, question is hidden under an Egyptian hieroglyph. So, the Twisted Flax. Okay, the first one. And you will say next if you want an additional clue up until the fourth. Right. Wild Child, parentheses, 20, or 2008. Hmm. Next. Nerve, parentheses, 2016. Next. Aquamarine, 
parenthes- parentheses 2006. Interesting, interesting. Next. We're the Millers, parentheses 2013. Emma Roberts filmography? That is right. Those are the um, the IMDB <sighs> this person is most known for, the like four things. Yes. Emma Roberts. I could honestly I had it I had it at Aquamarine and I should have gone uh, with my gut. Yeah. But I wanted to hear the last one. Um Emma Roberts, as it turns out, was born on February tenth, nineteen ninety. Or excuse me, oh. nineteen ninety one. So only twelve days before me. I was gonna say another February baby yeah. like us. Right but be- right between you and me or right before both you and me? Right before, yeah. yeah. But you're, literally you're... right before me and then like a year before you. <laughs> yeah, you're in change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple days. Uh, I turned 30 in 10 days, everyone, hey. of, re- of recording this. When this comes out, I will have turned 30. He is 30, 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, uh, question can't wait. two. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Choose an Egyptian hieroglyph. <laughs> uh, I'll do the Eye of Horus. Okay, Eye of Horus. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. This one's kind of rough. I also wrote this a couple weeks ago, and I might need to like remind myself what all of these things mean. Okay, good. Okay. First one. Drew Barrymore dying early. Okay, next. Officer Anthony Perkins. Okay, next. Uh, quote, like in quotations, we all go a little mad sometimes. Okay, next. Loomis. Loomis. I don't know what that is. L-O-O-M-I-S. Loomis. Not lupus. Loomis. Is it... I don't know, but like... I'm just going to guess, because Drew Barrymore dying early is a red herring for the movie. Is it... Are they all red herrings in some aspect? No, but you're, you're, you're like sort of in the ballpark with that particular clue. So, okay... These are all, be them, like, completely concrete or sort of abstract references to Psycho in the Scream franchise. Oh. So Billy Loomis, Sydney's boyfriend in the first movie, played by Skeet Ulrich. That name is used in both Halloween, Dr. Sam Loomis, and in Psycho, Sam Loomis. Gotcha. And in fact, Billy Loomis in in Scream, his dad's name is Sam. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Um, we should have known it was him. And then at the end of the first scream, when when Billy and and uh, Stu reveal themselves, Billy quotes Psycho by saying, "We all go a little mad sometimes." And he says, oh. "Like that's Norman Bates and Psycho." Like he he does that scream franchise thing where he like literally references another movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Officer yeah. Anthony Perkins in in um. I think it was this movie, Scream 4. Anthony Anderson yes, Anthony is a Anderson, cop, yeah. and his name is Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins is the guy, the actor who plays Norman Bates in Psycho. Oh, interesting. And okay. then Drew Barrymore dying early, it could be construed as a reference to um, Janet Lee dying early in Psycho. You know, like she's killed gotcha. very early on in the shower, and it sort of sets the tone for the rest of the movie. But like is otherwise like a crucial scene, but is otherwise entirely not part of the movie. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right. All right. Good. So those are now I, le- I learned, I learned some stuff. Psycho. Um, and then of course, Janet Lee's daughter, another psycho and Halloween double reference. Janet Lee's mm. daughter is Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay, the last of the connecting round. Choose an Egyptian hieroglyph. <laughs> I'll take the reed yeah, or whatever it's reeds. called. <laughs> the two reeds. Okay. The first clue is Parker Posey, parentheses, Jennifer Jolie. Okay, next. The next one is Luke Wilson. Okay, next. David Schwimmer. Actors who played <laughs> actors in real life actors playing parts in the stab movie. Yeah, yes, that's right. So you got it after three, so you get two points for that one. The last one was Tori Spelling. Parker Posey's character in 
in the movie, in the Scream movies, her name, the actor's name, again, Parker Posey's character is an actor. That actor's name is Jennifer Jolie, which of course is a play on like Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie. Uh, (laughs) But then the rest of course are just weirdly actual actors. Yeah, just real actors. Cited as themselves. <laughs> I love too that like they say David never yeah. once we see David Schwimmer, they just like say right. that he was there. Right. It's funny that they got Tori Spelling and Luke Wilson to do it. Although I don't know if they actually shout out the fact that that was Luke Wilson in in universe. Now, we do though in universe get a shout out that it was Heather Graham. Yeah, I think in that list in Scream 5 when she's looking at the stab cast, I think we see Luke Wilson and David Schwimmer both listed. I think you're right. So, uh whether or not it's two it's putting two and two together, I suppose. Yes. Uh okay, here. So now we've moved out of the connecting round into the um the sequence round where I give you three clues and you have to tell me what the fourth is. Great. Uh, so choose one of the remaining hieroglyphs. There's water lion and uh, let's see. You did two reads in twisted. Fl- oh, horned viper. <laughs> the horned viper. I'll take the horned viper. <laughs> okay. The first clue is blank or I suppose you could say it's one like the number one. Okay. First clue is blank or number one. Mm -hmm. Okay. The second clue is I, I. Like uppercase I, uppercase I. Okay. Two. Maybe. Okay, next. The next is I, 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 season of the witch. Wait, what is that? Then I have to tell you what the next one is, yeah, right? You have to say what the fourth is. I, I, I. So it's IV, I think. Or no, maybe? S- season of the Witch. Is this American Horror Story? It's not American Horror Story. <laughs> What's Season of the Witch then? Ooh, I don't know. We have to do this as a commentary or something because it's so fucking funny. Um, oh, what is the it? final answer of this sequence is the numeral four colon the return of Michael Myers. Oh. And they're the first four Halloween movies. Right. Which is right, why right, the first right, one was right, like, right. technically speaking, it's blank because it's just called There's Halloween. nothing there. Then Halloween right, two right, right. with also with Michael Myers. And then three, they just completely throw Michael Myers away and they say, what if the Halloween franchise was sort of like an anthology series? That's why I know what that is. Because <laughs> yes. that's the one you talk about all the time. Okay. <laughs> and then the fourth one, they uh, got lambasted on the third one. So they're like, okay, four is the return of Michael Myers. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I suppose that's about the Scream franchise in the sense that Scream takes an awful lot from Halloween. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Okay. The next in the sequence round, it's either water or lion. Oh, let's go water. Okay. Shanae Grimes. Mm. Next. Kelly Rutherford. Next. Omar Epps. Oh, man, I don't know this one either. <laughs> Kelly Rutherford. What was the first name? Uh, Shanae Grimes. This is really hard, and if I gave you the last one, you might be able to, like, give me the answer. <laughs> Mm, okay, do that. Okay, so um, the last one is, I wrote Drew Barrymore, but then in parentheses, although technically her boyfriend Steve, Kevin Patrick Walls. Interesting. The, oh, is it the, the first victims? Yes, the first victims in descending order of, you know, Scream 4, Scream 3, Scream... So, yeah. it, in fact, technically, it's, um, it's Stab 6... Yes. The first person killed in Scream 4 is in Stab 6. And then in Scream 3, it's Cotton Weary's girlfriend, played by Kelly Rutherford. And then in Scream 2, it's Omar Epps in the bathroom stall of the movie theater. And then in the first Scream, it is technically Drew Barrymore's boyfriend because, you know, she's on the phone and she looks outside and sees that he's been stabbed. But I would have accepted Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Okay, great. Good. Yes, that was good. Okay. Oh, I like this one a lot. Okay, this is the last question on the last sequence. The lion, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lion, the lion question. Uh, tell me what comes forth. Here's the first. Woodsboro. Great. 
Next. Windsor College. Okay, next. Hollywood slash the set of Stab 3. Okay, 4 is going to be Woodsboro yeah, that's again? That's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah, the yeah, setting yeah. of the movies and the Scream franchise from 1 to 4. Yes. Back to Woodsboro, back to basics. Yeah, the return of Michael Myers. The return. That has been the Scream franchise only connect. Yay! It's been a while since we've had an only connect. It has. It was good. I like that. I always love an only connect. Yeah, they're so fun. Let's see. We and got hey, about Scream Five, Woodsboro. <laughs> Woodsboro. Also, yes, if we wanted to keep going, Woodsboro again. Let's finish this up. Let's so, yes, wrap this okay. thing up. I have compared this movie to the Mission Impossible franchise, which is not what this show is called. It's not called Hami. No. It's called Hasui. <laughs> it's called Hasui, not Hami. It's called his Sweden, not Hami. So, okay, this is the first movie after what has been cemented as a trilogy and like 11 years or something like that passed, right? Like, wasn't Scream 3 2000? Uh, yes. And in that movie, Randy Meeks, who is dead, <laughs> says to mm-hmm. us, the audience, this is a trilogy. <laughs> yep. So, like, this movie is like, okay, that trilogy was then, and this is the new century, and here's this movie. That's kind of Star Wars. That is kind of Star Wars, because there's twice that that's happened with Star Wars. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, this... Yes, okay, so this is... Sort of a Force Awakens Lega sequel without all the trappings of it. Because, you know, it makes the... Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, wait. This movie is kind of Force Awakens and kind of Phantom Menace. It is sort of a Lega sequel because it uses familiar shit to ease us into new people. But then it's like, actually, that new person is the worst killer of all time. Darth Vader. I mean, Ghostface. Yeah. Ghostface. So like it's 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 sort of young Anakin, unexpected murderer, you know, like right. It kind of it kind of does the reboot that Phantom Menace did, but it really does the reboot that Force Awakens did, and it happened between those two. No, yes, yes, yes. So it like, is from a little just bit like of... a franchise like structure standpoint, this movie is like somewhat star wars yes agreed it has a big like luke i am your father sort of reveal yeah and it is family too there's a it is like (laughs) they are related luke i am your cousin despite being a fair amount younger than you (laughs) i'm your cousin's father's son's uncle something former roommate (laughs) what does that make us Absolutely nothing, I think, is the quote. I think that's right. Um, remember we did a Space Wolves episode? That was funny. Kind of. I don't we, really we have remember. A funny, <laughs> I, remember we, we, I think it was for April Fool's because we were like, the show is now oh, how yes. Spaceballs is it. We've done a lot of podcasting. We really have. It's like fucking crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that we still have a show. Yeah. And no one has canceled us yet. Yeah, right. And by that I I mean I mean canceled like a network like, cancels. Yeah, the, not, our network keeps renewing us. <laughs> yeah, they even told me today I got an email. Apparently we are we're allowed to do video podcasts now. Oh. Yeah, so anchors like check it out. You could start doing video ones too and I'm like does anybody want that? No. I I always I, I think that's think crazy so. when I hear like podcasts I listen to are like for um a weekly bonus episode plus full video of all of our episodes go to patreon.com/whatever and I'm like who needs this? Yeah. <laughs> the only weird. different thing you're getting other than listening to me speak is like seeing what I look like. And I've never listened to a podcast where then I find out what the person looks like. And I'm like happy about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like they, they want to look at me with my hair looking terrible yeah. and like the bad lighting in my, my apartment. Right. Although we do have this really good yellow and pink thing going yeah, on right now. Very Easter. It's really good. I'm just going to take like a screenshot of just the color. No, not of your head. Get out of here. It's just of the colors. Move your head. <laughs> okay, good. That was great. <laughs> you can come back now. It's beautiful. Um, it's a really nice palette. So what other Star Warsy things can we maybe... They're sneaking around. Of course they're sneaking There's... around. Do they reference Star Wars in this one? Because they reference Star Wars a lot in Scream 5, but I can't remember if they do in Scream 4. I I don't know if they do in this, but um, they, uh, you know, another thing that they have in this is like kills that aren't like at houses. 
I feel like a lot of the yeah. kills happen like, you know, in the first movie they're like either in the big party house at the end or like right outside like in the sort of like vibey woods or whatever, but like the kill in like the uh the parking garage in this one, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like uh, exploring Woodsboro, I suppose. Yeah, exploring the space, exploring the space. Yeah. Uh for sure, that's different. Um it's not science fiction. I mean, uh-uh. also Star Wars doesn't do I said it on the last two episodes. I'll say it again. Star Wars doesn't do horror. No, that's right. Or or comedy. Right. Or horror comedy. And this comedy. one <laughs> or horror comedy. And this one is still pretty funny, I think. Yeah. Like there's still still some pretty funny moments in this one that I was like this is a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. Um Spring But it 5? does have Not like family reveals of a bad guy. I know we already said that, but It does have family reveals of a bad guy. Um, it does have sneak it around. It does have um, Sydney Prescott. It has one. It has more than one girl. It has <laughs> one black guy, Anthony Anderson. Right. So that's that's pretty Star Wars. You know, um, I'm I'm thinking now, like directly compared to Scream Five, since we both just saw it, and like I think here's my like thesis for the two movies compared to one another. Four better than five. Five more Star Wars than four. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Has Star Wars anymore has become a byproduct of legacy sequel culture? Yes. And and while Scream Four kind of is like getting to that, it's called more. It it, it like leans into being a reboot as opposed to a legacy sequel because again, like legacy sequel is like a newish thing. Right. 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 I just dropped the screenshot (laughs) in the chat so you can look at the beautiful colors on my screen. Everyone would be aware of that. Uh, That's for our producer. Just kidding, we don't have one. Uh, So I can't remember what we gave like Scream 2 and 3 and who gives a shit, but like... I think they were like 2s and 3s. Yeah, that's that's like where this feels right to me too. I, I... Yeah, I feel like I could give it a rating. Sure. Let's do it. I'm, I'm gonna say my unit of measure is... Cool little webcam glasses. <laughs> yeah. And mine's going to yeah. be um, like <laughs> teenagers who all somehow, like, despite being like a diverse group of high school teens, they all have an interest in going to like an all night watch party of an entire horror film franchise <laughs> in a barn. <laughs> I'll just I'll just yes, like reduce correct. that to teenagers, but that's like what I mean when I say that. Yeah, it's that's, it's that's the thing I just love about this franchise is it's like this is a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, this is a fantasy yeah. that looks and smells an awful lot like regular teen horror type movies, but like in this world, everyone fucking loves horror movies. <laughs> everyone loves them; they're obsessed with them. It's so bizarre. What's your favorite scary movie? Which is kind movie? of Star Warsy in the sense that like. Somehow, everybody in Star Wars is very different from one another, but yet everyone knows how to like take apart and put together a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Everyone has like basic knowledge that you need to get around in the universe. Yeah, in the sc- like basic, scre- in the basic scream- knowledge of like an extremely niche thing. In the Scream universe, you have to have a basic knowledge of scary movies to operate in day-to-day life. Right. Or else you could get murdered. Like in and the you way, will. it's it's almost doing the thing. It's asking of the audience sort of the same thing that like the high school musical movies are asking of you. That it's like <laughs> believe us <laughs> that this place is real. <laughs> yeah. And it's like just I go can't. along with us. <laughs> no. I can't believe that. <laughs> From the beginning, I, you've already lost me. Yeah, my suspension of disbelief is zero. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gone. Um, Which I'm is funny go that, like, say... weirdly, like the cantina on Tatooine feels more real than East High. Oh, you know? absolutely. Like, and I know, I'm pretty sure I've been, I, I, I know where that was filmed. It's a real high school, but the cantina is a more real place. Yeah, right. Sure. So like Scream <laughs> like is kind of in that high school musical. I just recently rewatched all of those, which I guess is why it's in my head. Oh, but like, I remember I enjoyed the text. Scream has that kind of like feeling to it, which is like once you kind of like get over the hump of like, uh, accepting the universe it's so much fun to watch all of it you know like we watched the first yeah. one and then I was like well I guess now we have to watch the second and third ones <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway okay and worth it um, 
I'm gonna say this time. I just am gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it three like little webcams. Kind of where my head is because and... of how prescient it was about legacy sequels. Yeah, I think because of that. I'm going to say a two teenagers who love watching movies in a barn uh, because like Star it's Wars good. It's a good balance. stopped being like prescient a long time ago. <laughs> That's true. That's true. If it ever was. That's a good balance. I like a three and a two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. It's about that time. So do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at how Star Wars is it on Twitter and Instagram. You can send us an email at a good podcast at gmail.com. Sandra. Yeah, any un- unread matches from match.com. Waiting. Uh, yeah, we have like 33. <laughs> um, oh, wait, this one's good. It's from Silco, Silco Warit. Oh. And it's our subscription invoice for Norton Total All Round Security. Man, they keep trying to get us with that. They keep tra- it's always with Norton. I don't know why. Man, the like balls on the people running that phishing scam that they're like, I know. Wait, okay, okay. I have an idea to make people unaware that we're trying to get them. We'll we'll walk as like it's like the 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 peregrine toque line of like the closer we are to danger, the farther we are from harm. Farther we are from harm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like Like, let's just pretend we're a cybersecurity company, and then people will be like, "Oh, well, I mean, this can't be a a scam." Right, they're not allowed to be scared. Anyway, yeah, that's where you can email us, agoodpodcast at gmail.com. You can also, as I alluded to earlier in this episode, check out us uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit. We do a weekly bonus episode and a monthly film commentary. We only have a couple more months left of of, uh, covering all the Star Wars movies, and then eventually we will get to some other movies. Maybe we'll do uh, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. We should. I God, maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch Halloween for the first time. Oh. Actually, even though I just like watched a recap video when we did the episode on oh, it because yeah, I didn't right. want to watch it. <laughs> but now, um, but yeah, I would actually go check watch us it. out on Patreon. Check it out. And sandwiches to Star Wars. <laughs> it's about time for Tappy Bye Bye. Uh-huh. So, like we always say, we, we love, love you. And <laughs> may the fourth be with you. Bye bye. Sandwiches to Star Wars, it's about time for Tubby bye-bye. Sandwiches to Star Wars. Like that, that's gibberish. <laughs> it may as well be. Blue, blee, blah, blee, blah, blee, blue. Blee, blue, blah, blee, blah, blah, blue. Blee, blue, blah, blue. Blah, blue, blee, blue.